Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support The Dancy Lagarde Reader. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 21st of August of the year 2020. And on this date in history, in 1264, Kublai Khan accepted the surrender of his younger brother, Arik Burke, at Xanadu at the end of the Mongolian Civil War. According to Mongol legend, the brother surrendered by saying, Ah, uncle, uncle, mom, he's hurting me. Your guest today on the podcast is uh, workout maven and uh, fitness DVD bestseller Nish Kumar. Welcome back to the show. Howdy, partners. It's amazing that you're still selling fitness DVDs even though nobody uses DVDs anymore. Say what you will. I, I managed to keep a lot of obsolete formats alive. You think my fitness DVDs are selling well? Alice, you should check out how many fitness laser discs I'm moving. I mean... I am shifting hella product in the retro video formats. I mean, my, my fitness beta max, beta bodies, has absolutely <laughs> gone through the roof. Beta bodies for beta males, that series was really beautiful. <laughs> beta bodies for beta males, absolutely. I... It's not all about six packs. What about cultivating a keg? I particularly enjoyed your series of push-up telegrams, which yes. was uh, which yeah. basically just telegrams that you'd receive that would say, push-up, stop. Push up, push up, stop. Well, let me tell you, it turned out to be a lot better than my uh, sit-up carrier pigeon service because that <laughs> those birds were not reliable. Let's just put it this way. I've had a few rabies shots in my time, Alice. A few. <laughs> Coming up today, our top story is Pyramid Schemes updates brought to you by Nish Kumar. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. And in the news today, doctors are reporting that having been immune from coronavirus for some time, the sinister and mysterious octopus tribes of New New Zealand have been reporting a number of cases of a mysterious illness that may or may not have been linked. Sources are suggesting that the leap from man to octopus man may have taken place at what is being called, without explanation, a dry market during the recent New 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 Year celebrations on that shrouded island's mysterious shores whose ancient origins are lost in the mists of January. Upon word of this disaster, <laughs> plans have now been made for another festival to celebrate the end of the new, new, new year, which is shadowed by this new occurrence, and to mark a historic increase in calendar sales, the likes of which haven't been seen since 2027, which, according to Octopus calendars, was last decade. 
And tragically, a small segment of Australians and the entirety of the Mars for-profit prison colony today mourned the death of Aussie entertainment legend Tim What's-His-Name, who was in a bunch of shows that weren't Neighbours, <laughs> that nobody watched because they weren't Neighbours. Tim was most famous for his program, The One That Goes On After The Simpsons, and its follow-up, The One That Goes On After <laughs> The Simpsons Repeat, but before The New Simpsons Later. So, uh, <laughs> poor Tim What's-His-Name lest we forget. That's all the time we have for the headlines that we don't have time for because now it's time for your ads. It's time for your ad section now because the self is an illusion that can only be shored up by capitalism. And this summer's blockbuster hit from the people who brought you The Candyman and The Born Identity. When I was a child, my father gave me a pack of Werther's Originals. Now, 20 years later, he wants it back. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by the peculiarly low-stakes thriller, Damn You, Brenda, Return My Goddamn Toffees. <laughs> Critics call it baffling and just buy him a new pack, Christ, in cinemas if it's legal where you are now. All joking aside, that movie does play like a horror movie to men of uh, South Asian descent, <laughs> but only because of our genetic propensity towards type 2 diabetes. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. What I thought the Candyman was versus what it actually is, it's mu- the second version is much less scary. Well, uh, speaking of scary things, did you know that during a summer rain, tortoises will often drink and urinate simultaneously? This behaviour can be stimulated Respect. in hot weather by lightly spraying the animals with a garden hose. Many people seem to believe that Mediterranean tortoises naturally acquire almost all of their fluid requirement from their food and that they therefore do not require additional drinking water. It's highly regrettable that such dangerous misinformation is in circulation. Most species of tortoise quite like a drink of water. So if you have a home tortoise or access to tortoises in the wild, satiate their thirst by giving them access to at least half a glass of water and go on from there. If you forget the half a glass of water, run inside and get one. They won't get away. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Coming up today, top story is Pyramid Schemes. Nish, you are going to update us on the latest in pyramid schemes, being, may I say, the absolute leader in multi-level marketing practices. Uh, What's happening in the world of pyramid schemes right now? Alice, if there's one thing I know, it's defrauding people of their hard-earned money, whether it's through (laughs) my fitness laser discs or string of increasingly ludicrous financial crimes. The thing is, it's been a tough 10 to 15 years 
for the uh, large-scale fraud industry, largely because a lot of the tricks that we used of sort of deliberately obfuscating language and uh, robbing people of their hard-earned money by making the promises actually moved out of the sector of criminality and into the global financial system and became an entirely acceptable way for people to operate whilst <laughs> hoofing nose loads of cocaine. <laughs> so the fraudsters have had to resort to increasingly outre methods uh, to get their frauds across, culminating in this year's hot financial fraud brace trend of literal pyramid schemes. Now, <laughs> these are schemes where people are asked to part with their money to finance pyramids, actual pyramids in <laughs> Egypt for, as far as we can tell, hypothetically dead ancient Egyptians. <laughs> a lot of people who were caught up by the scheme uh, definitely knew something was fishy when they said that they were trying to finance the building of a pyramid for the Egyptian emperor, Dave. Uh, that, <laughs> it feels like that certainly should have been a, uh, a dead giveaway. And uh, they were building another temple to the ancient Egyptian god of Andrew Strauss, the former England cricket captain. <laughs> Feels like there were a few red flags in there, but people are being asked to part with their hard-earned cash uh, in order to finance uh, pyramids that uh, don't exist. Now, you know, listen, we're all very excited by the prospect of more pyramids. It's been a long time since any Egyptian really went out in the way that God intended for an Egyptian to go out. We, it's, it, there's too much of this death without having all of the organs removed and individually embalmed and then the actual corpse being wrapped in paper and locked inside a toblerone shaped vault yes next to a razor yes you always got to put a, a razor next to a, an egyptian pharaoh's mummified corpse in order to keep the keep the razor sharp and the corpse fresh is that is that a real thing no <laughs> no. <laughs> i mean people do put razors in pyramids <laughs> But... Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's what I was, I know mummies aren't real, <laughs> I think. Hold on, I need to make some calls. <laughs> when you say I know mummies aren't real, do you mean the mummified corpses of Egyptian pharaohs or do you mean the kind of walking around ones? No, no, I mean, I mean the ones that pursue Tom Cruise in bad movies. <laughs> I definitely know that the embalmed corpses, mummified embalmed corpses exist. I definitely know that those Brendan Fraser films were not documentaries. <laughs> I know that. I know that for sure. It's not like werewolves, which, as we all know, absolutely exist. Absolutely exist. And certainly uh, we're Saurians, like, like your prime minister, Nish Kumar, who's currently transforming at least once a month into a massive dragon. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it was, a lot of people said you shouldn't elect someone that once a month breathes fire onto people. But, you know... How were we supposed to know that he would actually do it? How were we supposed to know that electing someone obviously unqualified for their office would blow up in our faces quite literally once a month? Yes, yes. When somebody tells you who they are, believe them is a saying. But uh, I think the British people say when somebody tells you who they are, have an argument about it and then do the opposite of whatever seems sensible. That's... <laughs> Listen, as national mottos go, it's a bit of a mouthful, but we're stuck with it. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for your top story today, because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com. This comes in from Lorne. Dear Alice, guest, that's you today, Nish, and You're also right. Christopher. 
First of all, hello and thank you for making such a fine show. I'm going to take that fine in the English sense of like, hmm, very yeah, fine, yeah. rather than the uh, yeah. Australian sense of, yeah, I guess it's fine. Yeah. Now, yeah. speaking as a Canadian, I am highly sensitive to the way my country is portrayed on the international or indeed interdimensional stage. That's why I wanted to take a moment to thank you for not running any stories about Canada or things Canadian or taking any notice of us at all, really. <laughs> This is interesting. Canada? I've never heard of it, so... It doesn't sound like a real country. It doesn't sound like a real country at all. But thank you for writing in, Lorne, and I hope that um, wherever it is you live carries on well. <laughs> I hope that whatever it is carries on well. <laughs> yeah. Sterling words. It feels like the sort of thing that would be in the text of a letter written in the 17th century. I hope that whatever it is carries on well. Well, I just don't know. I just don't know where, where this man is writing from. Perhaps he's writing from the other dimension. I don't know if you've been following this, Nish, because it's been a while since you came on this show, but we've made communication, uh, made a link with another dimension who've been listening to this podcast for almost a year now. So it's entirely Perverts. possible that they have other things going on there and this has slipped through the glitch. So, um, Lorne, <laughs> if you do indeed exist, good luck to you. And I'm sure Christopher would say the same. That's all the time we have for the podcast today. Thank you for listening to The Last Post. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest in this dimension. Your guest today on the podcast was Mr Nish Kumar. Nish, have you got anything to plug? Yes, I'm doing a show called Hello America on Quibi and also I'd like to plug the concept of good vibes. Mm, that's a great concept. Bad in execution <laughs> or if you have a brand... It's called Good Vibes. You always know it's going to smell a little bit like patchouli. If you enjoyed Nish on today's episode doing his brilliant work, you can listen back to episode 88 or episode 92 to hear more of his excellent comedy. The Last Post is an Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. My special savage is available on Amazon Prime or if you don't like Amazon Amazon Prime, you can download it free as a podcast under the name The Alice Fraser Trilogy on your podcatcher. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter. As they and we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs>